This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi everyone, this is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Miller. My name is Paul Anderson. My name is Mark Boyd. Hello, my name is Derek Combs. My name is Toby Show Silva. My name is Greg Abbott and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy. Oh, hello. Oh, Will's in a different place. Hello. Hi, Will. Hello. Hello. Yeah, yeah. We just lost Max. Oh no, there he is. Jumped back in. Me and Liam got the matching uh, dressing gowns. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's Max. Yeah, right, sorry about that. That's all good. That's all good. We can all hear each other. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, you know, there's enough for us to talk about on this week. Obviously, we're going to be rounding up the transfer window and, and all that jazz. So uh, we're just going to dive straight into it. I'm going to kick things off straight away. Alright, matters. How's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is, of course, episode 145. And I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the free men that I love to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. That's right. I'm talking about Max, Wills, and Liam. Welcome back, boys. How are we doing? Doing okay, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Cheers. Just, just not in terms of football, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't improved much since last mm. week. Um, it really hasn't. We've had to say some uh, hard goodbyes as well, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, we're going to dive into that a little bit later on when Max gives us the uh, transfer window roundup, as it were. Um, but before we dive into the show, at the start of the show, we've got traditions and we always like to kick things off with a bit of a laugh and a bit of a joke. And that can mean it's only time for one thing and one thing only, gentlemen. It's time for the Blue Army podcast Joke of the week is he having a laugh? I think he's trying to. It's the Blue Army Podcast. Joke of the week. Will's already kicking off. Yeah, Fleetwood have just scored. Fantastic. Will's going to give us the live update. Thanks for that. Will. Yeah, but... It's time for the Blue Army Podcast Joke of the Week, gentlemen. So here we go. How many Barrow fans does it take to screw in a light bulb? 
Um, is it going to be five, one to hold the bulb and four to turn the ceiling? <laughs> oh, it's actually, yeah, uh, it's zero because they like to live in our shadow. Oh, oh I mean, there's so many ways those jokes can go. <laughs> but it's, uh, I'll hand over to uh, to Will and Liam now for the time of the show. We all get to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the league? One roundup with Liam and Wills. Yeah, wow. there's been a uh, two managerial seconds. Uh, do you want to cover one, and I'll just do the other. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> Port Vale have sacked Andy Crosby after um, really kind of like sliding down. Into, I mean, I think are they currently the team that are just outside the relegation zone that we're behind? Yeah, they're on some poor form, and they've they've moved to get rid of Andy Crosby, who um, is 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 been there since um, just I think it was just at the end of last season he took over, so it's less than a year that he's been there. Um, they've only won one in eight games, um, and. They're also record, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Their assistant manager is also going to leave. Um, so I'm just looking to see if it says who they've got in as a caretaker manager, but it doesn't look like it says yet. But um, yeah, no, that's um, that's a team, you know, down around us decided to change manager. Yeah, and they're not the only ones, you know. Um. I think we might have mentioned it last time, but um, Michael Appleton was sacked by Charlton and fairly recently they've appointed ex-Southampton man Nathan Jones for their sort of vacant managerial position. Big, big um, name for this level. It is, but, you know, yeah. I, I always think that that's never necessarily a good thing. Like, you, you look at Bradford. Yeah. Um, you know, when they signed Mark Hughes. Uh, it, it it doesn't always no. go like that. But I mean, in... a big name. In Nathan Jones' case, though, he kind of became a big name by coming up through, you know, yeah. so he's been at this level before. He was at Luton, back when Luton were in League Two, wasn't he? Possibly. So, yeah, I think he was. Um, but yeah, he's, he's definitely managed in lower league before, so he's kind of gone up to the Premier League. And now he's on his way back down. down. There. He's, you know, he's maybe come back down to his level. He's, he's come back down with some good experience and good records at this level. Yeah, yeah. I'd be uh, pretty excited if I was a Charlton fan, to be honest. Yeah, you know, the obviously trouble that they've had that led to Michael Appleton getting sacked. Um, so that's, you know, it's another team that, whether it was that realistic that Charlton would stay, would be staying in the relegation zone, not the relegation zone, but in the relegation dogfight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, don't know, but it's potentially another team that are looking to make changes. Yeah. And those are the big changes in League One. Is that everything? Um, uh, there was a lot of signings, but I think that might be uh, up to Max later on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we just pick. I, I, I'd just pick out a signing really if there was something notable about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we will, we will, we'll hand over to Max. So thanks very much, lads, because that was the part of the show we all got to find <laughs> out what's been happening here and what's been happening there in the league. One roundup with Liam and Wills. Now, Max, are you ready for your own roundup? Because, I mean, it's been a lot of fun January. You know, we've been doing the transfer rumours and that, been doing something yeah, different. I want to, 
I want to remind people, obviously, to send in the million-dollar ideas as well because there will be stockpiling those to go forward with after this one. But, Max, I'm going to hand over uh, to you and the Transfer Rumour Summary Roundup. <laughs> yeah, so it was... Um... Since the last episode, we've obviously had the end of the January transfer window. I think we brought in about seven players, quite a good number. Um, we knew it was going to be a lot um, as we were going into the window. But I think it's fair to say we had a slightly underwhelming um, deadline day. Um, that's how I felt anyway. We so And we had um, a couple of depart. Well, we had three departures technically as well. Um, so Omoxon obviously made the trip down to Portsmouth, which we all kind of expected, obviously, to shame. But I think we talked about that last week. But more uh, more importantly, Joe Garner's off. Um, Joe Garner's off to... Yeah, so he went to Oldham um, in the National League. He's probably one of the players who we probably thought was um, going to be on their way out. Um I kind of was surprised in a way, just because I've never thought of him leaving. Really, I've kind of got used to him, mm. um, but but he's off um, now. Probably the correct decision um, because on deadline day we brought in um, George Kelly from Rotherham for an undisclosed fee for a quite a long three and a half year deal. He's a player who scored loads in Ireland when he was getting regular starts, but then he went over to Rotherham and struggled to kind of get a start place in the starting eleven. And he's got sort of a handful of goals for them, but he's he hasn't really found the form that he, he had in Ireland. So he comes with a little niggle as well, which is a little bit frustrating. I don't think he's gonna be free for the Portsmouth game on the weekend, unfortunately. But I, I do think he is a player who seems like he has quite a lot of potential and hasn't really had the proper chance, really. I think he's had a lot of substitute appearances. Yeah, I mean, the Rotherham fans speak very highly of him. Yeah, it's always a good sign. I mean, that is something I do go on Twitter when we sign someone. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they were big fans of him. Yeah, and uh, until Charlie Wyke signed for them, they were all ready to riot over Georgie Kelly being allowed <laughs> to leave. <laughs> then they signed Charlie yeah. Wyke and everything was all right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, yeah, I think that Charlie Wyke to Carlisle was was never going to happen, was it? No. Um, I, I actually thought there was a chance, but... Yeah, I mean, interesting that he has gone on loan, but I'm guessing, um, I don't know if we're going to still, you know, struggling to... Make ends meet financially. I think Rotherham are going to pay a hundred percent of his wages. I think that's pretty much why he went. Yeah. Right. yeah, but yeah, I did think it was slightly underwhelming the transfer um, deadline day. I was expecting. Well, everyone was expecting at least another player, but yeah, unfortunately, well, the, there was including a Paul Simpson, I think. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah, who, who has anyone heard who that might have been? Because. I I, um, I I've seen. not seen anything. No, I mean, I'm sure there's rumours knocking about, but I yeah, haven't seen any of them. People but... seem to think it was a guy from Portsmouth, like one of their a, strikers. On a lonely but, who yeah. failed a medical. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it might have been Scully, might it? Yeah, that's Scully. Scully, that's what I heard, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. So, yeah, there was another departure as well. Uh, Max Killsby went on loan to Queen of the South. So, it's the same level that, is Annan who he was at previously, but I think they're a bit higher in the table. Yeah. Um, 
but you yeah. could probably expect that to be a bit of a step up. Yeah, that, the main the main difference with that one is that Queen of the South are a full time uh, full time football club, and uh, oh, still right. like a part time football club. Uh, so that's like uh, the big because uh, Simo just came out like today, I think, and made made sort of like a thing about uh, Killsby going back out on loan and the fact that it is the same division, obviously, but it's it's full time football rather than part time uh, football. So sense. it's going to help his that development basically. That's that's yeah. the idea behind it. It wasn't it wasn't it wasn't all doom and gloom um, for Killsby. Basically, you know, if he if he continues to develop, he he could earn himself another year deal. Are they not top of the league as well, Queen itself? I think they're I think they're definitely up there. Um, I think I had a look. They were about fourth or fifth. I think. Yeah, yeah they might have been doing that well recently. Yeah, they definitely. They lost the last game, and he didn't play in the last game. Right. Yeah, I was. I was expecting as well a few more departures. Probably um, the likes of Corey Wheel and maybe Ben Barkley was talked about. Yeah, Jaden Harris. Jaden yeah. Harris. Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends if anyone comes in for them. I suppose. I yeah, I think it just didn't materialise, yeah. to be fair. You know, um, there's important um, semi-finals to be played in the Cumberland Cup, so you know, they're going to yeah. get their day out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we might get fair, some silverware this year. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, Ben Barkley did play against um, Leighton yeah. Orient. Yeah, yeah he did. Sure. Yeah, he's, he's probably glad there wasn't any um, centre-backs brought in, along, <laughs> along with a few other players. Because, um, but yeah, as the it was to be fair, with the roundup, it was like we we didn't really bring many people in since the last episode, other than um, George Kelly, who I am glad we did sign. Um, but it's a shame he can't just go straight into the starting eleven, really. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully there's only one more game he's gonna miss because it's only supposed to be a niggle. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, yeah. but we are running out of games, so you don't really want it to sort of drag on. Any yeah. longer, really, because um, you know, I think Simo said he was like a a long term sort of signing as well. He's he's obviously thinking ahead of the potential for League Two. I think he'd score a lot in League Two, um, but hopefully that won't happen and we'll still be in League One. Who knows? That's it. You know, sixteen games still left to go. Uh, there's still plenty plenty of points left on the board. A uh, couple of wins in a row will turn things around. Before we move on, uh, and and we finish Max's transfer mill for the season, uh, basically. Um, very quickly, lads. Uh, out of ten, how would you rate Carlisle United's uh, transfer market? You know, sort of like results. How would you rate this? How would you summarize it overall? What what grade would you give it out of ten? Uh, will I'll give you a chance to to uh, go first. Um, I'm gonna go seven and a half. Seven and, not, and a half. Yeah, yeah I was about, fair. I was about to say seven, and then I thought well, it's it's one of the in terms of like the you know quality of players we've bought in. It is a step change from what we've had before. Um, is it quite as as good as I was expecting? Maybe not, but I guess some of these players, it, it remains to be seen how good of a signing they are. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we you know we're likely to go into the second half of the season with much the same starting lineup as the first, just with some different options up front. But um, it's 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 a all right, you know, and you know considering the situation we're in, it's been an all right transfer window and one that'll hopefully be enough for us to get the points we need. Yeah, yeah, Liam, what would you give it out of ten? Yeah. Seven. I think people have put more because, um, you know, I think we started really 
But yeah, we got our, you know, the the statement signings, the likes of um, Armstrong and Neil, we got out of the way pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, and Max, what would you give it? Yeah, it's, like Will said, it's hard to say at this stage. Um, probably uh, seven or eight. Um, happy with most of them. Um, it's hard, really, because like, it's a lot better than it would have been if we hadn't had the takeover, that's for sure. Um, yeah, is it going to be good enough for us at this stage? Yeah, know. that's the thing. I mean, I guess um, we know we haven't seen the immediate change in fortunes. In fact, we've probably been a bit worse. But if things, you know, we do have different players, and if they gel, then there is still you know, a fair amount of hope there for us. Yeah, it's hard to judge it now, you know, you can judge it at the end of the season, yeah. you might want to improve your marks and you might want to take some marks off, you know, we'll just see yeah. see how fortunes go, I suppose. Lads, uh, we'll move on. Uh, thanks very much, Max, uh, for that one. Uh, we'll move on and we'll do the Carlisle United-related news. Of course, uh, in ex-Blues news, the most tragic news of all is the fact that friends of the show, uh, Trio's appearer, Jamie Devitt, uh, has retired from football and yeah you know it's it's heartbreaking but you know it's a decision that he's made and he's going to continue with his coaching and is uh, obviously been appointed as the assistant manager of Workington Reds very recently as well. Uh, he suffered an injury early in January against Radcliffe, and it was a decision um, rather than having surgery, which would have pretty much put him on the sideline until the end of the season. He's decided not to have that, you know, potentially you know, unsuccessful uh, life-changing surgery, and just. Just, just heal on his own and, and just crack on with his life, basically, and move in this other direction. So, uh, Forza with him and his family. Congratulations on an absolutely fantastic uh, career uh, to Jeremy Devitt. And uh, the next little bit of news story is something that I'm also uh, eventually going to have to talk to Jeremy Devitt about as well, because we're going to need some football players to join us for a charity football match. That's right. Recently, it's been leaked, uh, although I wouldn't say leaked because it was very much just put onto a uh, the last ditches uh, Instagram page without is Jamie Devitt going to come play for us? Yeah, I mean, so we're on the Long lookout link. for players. We're going to pick a couple of listeners to obviously play along as well. So send in your applications. You know, get no show on. You like to play in? <laughs> so, you know, we'll try and we'll try and bring in people. But the idea is as well is that we're going to bring in some uh, some ex players uh, and hopefully you know they'll have a, we'll have a pool of ex players uh, and we'll be able to pick equally between the two teams who get the ex players uh, and and you know that kind of a setup. So yeah, um, it's exciting stuff. It's still in the very early stages of being organised though, um, so we can't really say that much. And uh, yeah, I'll let people know as things develop. Uh, but I assume that the last ditch will probably know uh, a lot more before we do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, very exciting times ahead. And that should be uh, hopefully a lot of fun. In X-Blues news again, though, uh, Gerard Bronthwaite scored a last-minute goal uh, for Everton this weekend, which of course means that his valuation has gone up <laughs> once yeah. again. So as we always do here on the Blue Army podcast, whenever Gerard Bronthwaite does something, uh, you know, just absolutely outstanding we have to 
have a think about his valuation. So at the moment, gentlemen, you know, you'd say he's going to be pushing for an England call-up, most definitely just on the cusp of a full England call-up at the moment after a fantastic season so far with Everton. Will, yeah. how much is Jared Branthwaite worth right now? 90 million. 90 Whoa. million! <laughs> <laughs> You're making a mockery of this, this game of ours, Will. You're making a mockery of this game of ours. But, uh, you have to hold it to that. We'll stick it to that, Liam. Uh, 60. 60 million. I'd say that's a fair price tag. I think there's a couple of teams that would pay 60 million for Jared Branthwaite right now. Max? Yeah, I'll tell you about 65. If he, if he gets a game with England, maybe in the Euros, and it goes up to 80. I think it depends that's if fair. Everton stay up as well. Like If they get relegated, it'll yeah. probably go for like... 15 20, but if they can, yeah. if they can keep up, then you know, be a yeah. lot more. He's definitely, he's definitely got on if uh, if Evan go down, yeah, yeah. Uh, and congratulations to him for scoring that goal and doing come be a proud once again. Uh, so we've obviously covered a lot of transfer news, uh, but Paul Simpson has came out this week and made comments about not being afraid to dip into the free agent market. And after our recent form, gentlemen, and bringing in uh, what Tom Patayek uh, described as as five starting lineup players and having almost half the starting lineup being changed pretty much over the course of one month, are we wise? to dip in once again into the transfer market? Or do we need to start letting these players settle in? Uh, Max, how do you feel about that one? Um, It'd have to be the right player because we've already got, you know, quite a big squad without... Because obviously we didn't move as many people on as maybe we thought we were going to. Um, so, I, yeah, I wouldn't be against it if it was the right player, but it'd have to be someone who's, you know, going to gonna make a big difference. Yeah, Liam, you got any comments on this? Yeah, I think maybe if a decent enough centre-back came available. But apart from that, you know, Max is right. There's, it's just a massive squad at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Wills, uh, have you got anything to add? Um, no, just like Max said, it has to be the right player. I mean, we have already got a lot of players now to settle in. But, you know, there are certain players that if they become available, then you can't say no to... Have you said the anything to Kylian Mbappe recently? Um, it's gone quiet, you know, <laughs> obviously with the transfer window being over, he just wants to concentrate on the football for a bit. So I've told him we'll touch base again in a couple of weeks. <laughs> okay. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. No worries, mate. No worries. And so we don't we don't really get much of a word about Kylian Mbappe, uh, but you can have a quick word from a couple of our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss picture the scene all of your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go partner this with your team playing champagne football perfect order mug delivery now on the mcdonald's app there's nothing quite like a mcdelivery at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com
All right, gentlemen, here we go. After the greatest segue ever into an advert, it's time to play True Blue or Not a Blue. That's right, boys. It's the time of the show where you all team up together and decide whether it's a blue or, or not a blue, basically. A true blue or a not a blue. This is the 1982 squad. And we're going to kick things off, gentlemen, with Keith Robson. He's, I mean, he's, he's quite good at coming up with names. Because <laughs> yeah, he's learned. They all sounded when he first started this, you could kind of guess them. But... Yeah. <laughs> Keith Robson. They Keith all Robson. sound either totally believable or totally unbelievable. And it's just 50 <laughs> 50, which, yeah. whichever. I'm I think that's say... a true blue. Yeah, I think true. Yeah, we're going true blue then. Okay, we're going true blue for Keith Robson. And you're off to a great start, lads. Well <laughs> done. One for one. Keith Robson was a true blue. The next one, gentlemen. Paul Robson. I think he's I picked two of the same name, yeah. He, I does, think it's... he likes doing this, though. He did this last week. <laughs> I think it's a true blue. I think it's like a yeah, trick. There are a lot of Robsons about. Yeah, true blue. It's not, I'm afraid, gentlemen. No. Sorry, Paul Robson wasn't a true blue. Keith Robson is a true blue. So you got one uh, out of two so far for the game. The next one, gentlemen, Brian Robson. <laughs> there was a Brian Robson, but I think he was a uh... manager. <laughs> the most, maybe I think he was a player and a manager. I think it might have been earlier. He was like. Uh, is like I've seen his name on things as Brian. Yeah, well, he's a real person. Oh, it's it's, 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 it's <laughs> Carlisle. <laughs> no, in 1982. No, no, he was with Carlisle, but was it 1982? And was he a player? You see, you see, this this isn't the essence of what True Blue or not a blue <laughs> used to be. You know? it, 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 it didn't used to be time restricted. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Have we gone True Blue again? True blue, yeah. True blue, blue yeah. for Brian Robson. And you'd be correct, lads. Well done. <laughs> Two out of three. You're doing really well. You ready for the next one, lads? Robert Ashhurst. Ashhurst. Robert Ashhurst. I'm just instinct. I think that is on there. Fake. I oh. said fake. I'll yeah. say, yeah, we'll go. Not a blue. Go with not a blue. Well done, lads. Well done. Yeah. You're having a good game. You know, you've only got one wrong out of four so far. So this is for five. Uh, this is for four out of five, potentially. Bob Stokey. Oh, not Bob Stoko. Well, Bob, Bob Stoko. I knew I was going to get that wrong. Oh, what? Hang on. <laughs> true blue. True. He was a striker as well. But yeah, true blue. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> True blue, gentlemen. I well thought, done. I, I thought Bob Stoker was a lot older than that. Like, I'd have thought that he was, like, you know, like, already an old man by the 1980s. <laughs> yeah, I think he was still playing for Carlisle, don't they? Like, 45 uh, or 46 or something mental. That just makes me think how many of you said that just aren't their names. Like, you know, that you've got completely <laughs> yeah. wrong. Yeah. Well, no, this is, why, this is why I always try and, like, stick to pretty easy to pronounce names, like Robson. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Reading have just scored against Stevenage. It's not gone well. Not gone oh, well. Yeah. Oh well. We might. Yeah. There's a lot of game. We're... There's a lot of the match left, and you know Stevenage. 
do kind of come and come good in the second half. So I just we just need to start up. winning. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, just focus on your own football. We're not, we're still very far away. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We're going to dive into the match report next, gentlemen, and uh, it's going to be difficult, um, and like it was last week. But as I always do, before we jump into the match report, I'll give you the Calais United starting lineup for the game, which had Lewis in goal, a back five of back Barkley, Lavelle, Mellish, and Robinson, a midfield three of Gibson, Neil, and Vella, and a strike pairing of Armstrong and Diamonds. Now, gentlemen, you know it's it's the same formation again. We also spoke about it at length last week that it wasn't something that we wanted to see again we wanted to see a bit of a change and uh, it was forced upon Carlisle United early on there was some injuries early on in the game that affected that diamond uh, going down and obviously um no, it was this diamond that went down early on in the game. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's are, are we just now going to expect to see this formation? Are we expecting similar just to dig in uh, the heels at this point? And this is what we're going to have in front of us for the rest of the season. Liam, what do you think about that? I'm the clue. Uh, to be honest, I, I think he did kind of change it a little bit because I think he went kind of like, instead of a 5-3-2, he went more of a... Five two three. You know, he he tried to get a bit more attacking with Diamond, mm. um, and then he shoved on Maguire to you know keep try and keep that attack and play and go, but it just didn't work. Um, you know, three two kind of flattered us a bit. It it just didn't work. Um, but the back five thing, I think, is probably going to have to stay because, you know, I don't I don't think he knows who to drop. Um, and if Paul Huntington not being available didn't change him, didn't force him into a change of a back five. I don't think anything will. Yeah, uh, uh, kind of against the run of play, Carl United did open the score and very fortuitously, uh, it was a ricochet off debut making Josh Vela. And uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's now a joint second top goal scorer uh, for the club uh, in the league so far this season. And Max, how did you feel like Josh Vela got on, on his debut? Yeah, I mean, I was listening to it um, on the iFollow. And yeah, I think... I think he seemed to have a, a decent game. Um, it's kind of hard to tell when you're just listening, but obviously getting a goal would be nice for him on his debut. Um, but look, it's it was just a disappointing game, um, and probably when you when you go three one, when you lose three one, it's like you can't really sort of praise any player too much unless they've had an absolute worldie. So yeah. That's it. A number of goals conceded by Carl United on the day, Wills. And, uh, yeah. you know, it, it was all a bit too easy, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, the two goals from open play just picked Carl United apart, uh, the full backs making their impact, and then uh, being able to just sort of curl shots uh, past and around Harry Lewis, who's been criticised a little bit uh, over the weekends. And, uh, you know, bubbling up over the course of the month and there has been calls uh, for Gabe Breeze to potentially step back in. Uh, I mean, I don't think it's panic stations there now necessarily. I don't think he's made a glaringly obvious mistake, but would you say you're a little bit underwhelmed at this stage uh, with Harry Lewis? Um, no, not from the matches that I've actually seen him in. Um, you know, um, most of the games is coming and he showed... Decent command of his box, good distribution, made some good saves. Um, and 
similar to what I was saying earlier on in the season when it was Holy or Anderson. You've always got to be careful about getting into the habit of chopping and changing goalkeepers because he just does it, it does none of them any favours and you just end up with low confidence across the board. So um yeah I'd, I'd stick I'd stick with Lewis for you know for now. I think he's I think other than what I've heard in this game, I think he's done he's done well. Is everyone in agreement on that, or does anyone disagree with that? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Everyone would stick with Lewis in goal. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but unfortunately, it's another three goals conceded by Carlo United. They did get a penalty uh, back, and uh, again, you have to say, quite fortuitous. Sometimes you see them given, sometimes you don't see them given at this level. Uh, but it was stepped up and scored by Maguire. Um, it's. It's underwhelming that Maguire has uh, had the season that he's had so far with Carlisle United, and I don't necessarily feel like a penalty was the thing that was going to maybe kickstart his goal-scoring run. Uh, obviously, it's in the last minutes of the game, um, but is he is he your penalty taker? You know, if you're the, if you're the Carlisle United manager at that point, um, would he be your penalty taker, Max? No, I would have given it to Armstrong probably, um, just. You know, for a bit of a bit of a confidence boost because he's where our goals are going to come from. If you know, if we are going to get any, it's going to be him that scores. Hope so. Yeah, yeah, I would have given it to him. Yeah, Armstrong's a good shout. I mean, I'd I'd, I'd agree with you there as well, uh, Liam. Will do you agree with Armstrong being your penalty taker? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You look at someone like um, Armstrong, and he's supposed to be a striker's talisman, like Alan Shearer and yeah. players like that. They always take the penalties. That said, John Gibson has been our regular penalty taker for quite a while and always done well with it. So I was tempted to go with Gibson if he's on the pitch. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. Uh, Liam, you agree with this? Yeah, pretty much. Maybe Georgie Kelly when he's back, but yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see where Georgie Kelly steps in uh, when he does get to step in. Obviously, the, the the injury information on Diamond still isn't very clear, unfortunately, the extent of that injury. Uh, but obviously, we'll tell you about it next week when there is an update on, on the Jack Diamond situation. Uh, we're going to hand over to you, our listeners, and give you the opportunity uh, to make your comments on what you thought of the performance uh, that Carly United, unfortunately, were on. The receiving end of a 3-2 defeat on the road to Leighton Orient. Uh, Liam and Max, it's the time where you uh, you raise your comment sections for a couple of comments. Uh, who'd like to go first? Uh, I've got a few up. Um if you don't mind. Um, and yeah, to be honest, I think mine were quite positive, surprisingly. Uh, I think it's because I spent the entire video of mine going on a massive rant about how <laughs> Paul Simpson <laughs> needs to be backed. But um, yeah, someone says, don't be silly, folks. Simo is the man for the job. He's overachieved too soon with a lot of players who are not good enough for this league. He'll bring us back up next season if we go down. I'll say it again, if we go down. There's still time yet to save our season. Um, and that is from Zigaton. What a name. Nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lyndon Clark says, I fully agree with your summary and not, would also add that every time we have looked anywhere near picking up a bit of momentum this season, we have come unstuck to some very absolutely shocking refereeing decisions. Um, yeah, I think that's more aimed at the start of the season. And uh, a comment from an Orient, Orient fan just called Machine. Uh, hi, Orient <laughs> fan here. 
Uh, I would love to know what the owners of your club think and if they have any plans. It could be staying in the League One is just too much financially for them to cope with. Sacking your manager at this stage uh, would cost them money. And as you as you have said correctly, survival in League Point in League One is only ten points away. Not impossible, but the clock is ticking. Best of luck. Um, that's obviously from a fan that doesn't know about the massive financial boost we've just got. But I think his, <laughs> yeah. you know, his, his point still stands that uh, ten points is still achievable in some sort of way. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. If we start winning, hopefully. No, yeah, we need to get some mm-hmm. wins. <laughs> That'd be nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, what's your comment section said to you, Max? Yeah, so off the back of the defeat, there was a lot of stuff I saw about Simo. So I put a poll out on Instagram on the Car United News page and it came back. There was a lot of people who voted um, and it came back the last time I saw it. That was 67% back him and um, 33 don't yeah so i put out a, a post after that saying you know he's similar to Braves carlisle um who else would we get and basically saying we were the he's, he's the victim of his own success basically and um i've got a couple of comments here i've i've got one that agrees with me and one that doesn't most of them did agree um there was a couple that didn't but i thought i'd give both sides so um will robertson says I completely agree. I think this man is the future of Blues. However, I don't think he received the appropriate support from the previous owners. Um, We didn't really have the financial budget, which resulted in an unready, uncompetitive squad for League One. Um, So, yeah. The budget always gets talked about when the Simo argument comes up. And, you know, it's hard to kind of look past that. I don't think any manager could have done much better with the squad that we had um but there you go i've got an, another comment as well which disagreed um I'm, I'm really sorry but i think this like a polish name i'll so I'll, I'll try my best so p petra uh radonsky so he, he said what a stupid logic of course simo did really great last year but we can't look only in the past. He was good, but apparently League One is too big for him. We need to find someone who was able to take us from the relegation zone. But personally, I think it's impossible now. He was great, but now his time has come. Wow, a bit so, cutthroat there. Yeah. Like, I have to say, yeah. that one's a bit cutthroat well, the, the argument to that would be, if it's too late to save our season, what is the point in bringing in a new manager? Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's a lot of sort of things about that which you could sort of pick apart. They're not, they're not going to, it doesn't matter what's happening. They're not getting rid of him. Like Tom, Tom Pataya no, came not. out today and pretty much said like they, they knew staying. what they were doing yeah. all the way through this month with the recruitment and they were potentially looking at players that, yeah, hopefully will keep them in League One because that's still the goal. But if yeah. the worst does happen and they do go down, then they've got players that are going to be hopefully too good for League Two and we're going to get refired back into this league. So you're not going to let Paul Simpson bring in those players and choose those players for you unless he's also going to be around next season. So there's nothing There's nothing that's going to happen. Like It doesn't matter how yeah. the rest of the season goes. Simo's going to be in charge at the end of next season. Maybe they look at different um, sort of like backroom elements that like they've already been doing to develop backroom staff and different recruitment and all those kind of things and the money ball methods and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff but at the end of the day Simo's going to be around for at least you know <laughs> next yeah. season whatever happens 
yeah, if we do go down and he's and sim, obviously similar will still be there. Start of next season will be will be massive. Like the pressure will be pretty high. I think. Yeah, you could say even yeah. higher than it is now. Um, for yeah. him. And I think if Simo does leave, it'll probably be him choosing to walk rather than being fired, which might, you know, if, say, Touchwood, things got to the point where you were doing them polls and it was like 60% against him yeah. and 30% in favour, um, I think there's a chance that if it happened to that, he might not want to stay under those circumstances. I don't think he'd be fired, though. Yeah. yeah. Right, lads. I mean, you know, it's three two. It's not the worst result we've had in, in in a while, and maybe somebody might have done enough to impress you and give you the man of the match awards. I know for a lot of people, the standout performer uh, was Vela, obviously showing willing uh, for for most of the game, making his debut and and scoring that goal. So I'm just going to go with the majority, and I'm also going to give it to Vela as well. And long may his good uh, efforts continue. Liam, who do you fancy for your man of the match if you want to give one at all? Yeah, I didn't really, I didn't watch it to be honest. So I'm, I'm just gonna have to agree with the majority as well. Sevilla. Mm. Fair enough, Max. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'll be giving one bottom in the league. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah fair, absolutely fair. Will, 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 do you want to give one? No, I'm not gonna give one either. Um, and yeah. didn't see the match either. So well, the cool Can't... kids aren't giving the man of the match then because they're too cool. Too Excuse cool. me. <laughs> um, we'll move on and we'll do our predictions uh, about the uh, the next opponents, which are obviously Portsmouth. It's been much hyped since Owen Moxon's transfer. Uh, so yeah, it's it's round the corner, gentlemen. It's it's already here. Moxon's coming home. He's still one of our own. Uh, um, we'll see how his reception is going to go down uh, on Saturday and uh, yeah I mean we have to start winning at some point don't we lads uh, it might be a lot uh, this week but hopefully with that bit of extra spice in the air with the whole Moxon situation I think Carlisle are going to walk away with a 1-0 victory that's what I'm saying Max what are you saying? Um, 2-1 loss unfortunately but <sighs> I would. I'd love it if we won. I really. I really would. Um, yeah, we might do it. You, you know, we played well against them away. So, I mean, that was true for Bolton as well. So, I suppose you can't really say that. But yeah. <laughs> it's a long journey up here. It might be too difficult for some. Liam, what's your score prediction? I'm going to go with a hard-fought three-nil loss. <laughs> uh, wow! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! Less said about you, the better, Will. Um, well, you want to think that these sorts of games are the ones where we suddenly turn up and get something. But if we do, it'll be a result out of the blue. If I had to kind of pick a result, I'd, I'd have to be realistic and say 2-0 to Portsmouth. Well, everyone's sensible heads are prevailing today, unfortunately for me, uh, especially right now, because it's time for me to step up to the plate for the first time in a while as we play Everybody's Fair. Guess it's a player. Guess it's a player. Guess it's a player. Let's go for it, boys. Guess it's a player. That's the one. Guess it's a player. Guess it's a player. Liam, you actually checked your headphones to see if the song was playing. It never is. I don't know what. I've got the music for us. I've got the Carlisle United forum on the other screen. and. Paul Simpson's just got up and told a story about his 
trouser elastic snapping. Right, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you're doing all kinds of reporting today, man. You know, scores, the revolutionary <laughs> score news, updates, and, and Will, and, and then stories about Paul Simpson's pants snapping. Uh, you know, but it is time for you to actually sit back and relax because uh, the clue guide this week is Liam and it's me versus Max. I am the home team. Uh, I sit at the bottom of the league. I've got the most, the least games played and I've got two points, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's pretty irrelevant because we're not very good at keeping score around here on the Blue Army podcast, but I'm feisty and I'm, you know, I'm up for, I'm up for a few more points. That'd be nice. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm going to try my hardest uh, to, to topple the top of the league. Leader, Max, how are you feeling going into this game? Yeah, I feel, it feels like a while since I've, I've played, but I don't th- actually think I'm top of the league now. I think I might be mid-table, but... You played last um, week, Yeah, I'm you? looking forward to it. <laughs> no? I was clue guide last week. Oh, yeah, you were clue guide last week, yeah. That's right. We that's right. all dream of a team of Stephen Riggs. That was stuck in my <laughs> head for... That was stuck in my head for ages, by the way. <laughs> the legendary Workington goal machine, Stephen Riggs. Uh, he's made his way around Cumbria uh, like like an assassin... Uh, in front of goal, uh, but I'm going to move on uh, to to Mister uh, to Mister Liam. It's your turn, sir, uh, to clue guide this week, and uh, we'll well we'll see what happens because uh, you're a bit of a loose cannon when you get yeah. older. The old clue guy in a ridge, uh, so uh, yeah, we're in for a bit of a roller coaster. Like I said, I'm the home team, so off we off we go. Okay, starting off, we're just going to say which one should I go with first? Uh, we'll say <laughs> this is a striker. Who uh-huh. scored zero league goals for Carlisle? <laughs> uh, uh, right, okay, it's pretty, pretty vague. Um, but like well, the first clear after me, I suppose. I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose so. Um, Chedwin Scott. No, not Chedwin no. Scott. Um, I'm gonna go with Paddy Modden. I don't know if he scored or not. I don't know if he scored either, and it's it's not him. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I did think about Paddy Madden. Yeah, I think he got that. like some goals. And like I don't know. I don't know because Rory Loy was the one that always got the opportunities. I don't know if Paddy ever got like. Yeah. I, I should Rory say that Loy I'm taking these stats from Wikipedia, so that's all the yeah. Goals, I so I don't he might have scored, would... scored in the Papa. Hey, that qualifies in my book. Um. But right, this one might give a little bit away. Uh, he signed on loan from Norwich. Uh, oh, what was he? No, he scored, didn't he? Tyrese Otomei. I don't know if I can allow that. You know, you well, you are you've... right, but that's not his name. I'm a toy. He's got dyslexia. Let him have it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let him have it. Yeah. Did I get it? Yeah. Oh, I allowed it. There is I'm a toy. Yeah. Yeah. Go on. You say it. Go on. Sorry. I'm a toy. I'm a toy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a toy. I've never heard of him. Literally, yeah, he's very he's very recent. I mean, well, yeah, it's quite recent. Yeah, the, the last clue would have been that he currently plays for Forest Green Rovers. Yeah, oh, and he got, uh, he got no, quite a have... few appearances as well. Yeah, but he played thirteen games and got zero goals according to Wikipedia. Yeah. So, yeah. I remember he had a really good debut, but didn't score, and then just didn't he do did. anything after that. 
Yeah, pretty, su- pretty sure he was in the in, in the team that played against Carlisle City uh, that lost in the Cumberland Cup. And Danny I think Kirkup, he was. Danny Kirkup was literally like like uh, saying saying to him like, "Oh, you'll be in Sunday League next season, lad." Like, oh, <laughs> this kind of crap. <laughs> Uh, he was in his back pocket, like definitely put, put him in his back pocket. Uh, but no, I feel great, man. I got myself a nice, a nice win there. So I'm, a, I'm on four points now. So uh, that's good. But you know, it's a bit irrelevant because we still don't know what the scores are necessarily, uh, and I doubt it impacts the table much because I'm pretty sure I was cut adrift. Uh, pretty far down at the bottom of the league but no it's a great way to finish uh, this episode of the podcast lad uh, look out for more information to do with the last Nick podcast and the Blue Army podcast having this charity football match to raise football uh, for mine uh, raise money for mine by playing football uh, I'll get my words all back together in a row and uh, lads there isn't really anything else left for us to do apart from saying bye for now Bye for now. days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.